1: Make sure to look out for new episodes every Thursday and Grand Prix Sundays. Hello, and a very warm welcome. This is the Light Breaking Formula One podcast. We're just a few weeks away from the first race of the season in Melbourne, Australia. With four of the six days through testing now, and it's time to get into prediction season. Next week, we're going to be looking at our drivers' predictions. This week we're going to be looking at who we think is going to win the Constructors' Championship and everyone that will follow on from that. And I've got Harry Ede and Samuel Sage to help me along. Guys, how are you feeling about your predictions? Do you think this is your year?
0: I mean, that intro makes it sound like we're not here sometimes.
1: Uh, yeah, occasionally.
0: Anyway, I think it is my year. I'm the reigning champ. I'm king of the ring right now. Um but- <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, no, I take a punt at this every year and hope that I get it right. There is no science behind my predictions.
2: Please never say king of the ring ever again. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: That is a ruling from now on. Um, we're going to be doing it in this structure, so we're going to be looking at the teams we think will finish first, second and third. Um, and we'll see how wrong we are on those when Harry puts Renault somewhere in that. Um, we'll then be looking Point. at... <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Then we'll be looking at who we think will be best of the rest, who we think will improve the most, who will fall back the most compared to 2019 and who will occupy last place. But we will start at the top, who we think will walk away with the championship. Harry, I'll kick off with you. Who do you think's going to take it?
2: So, oh, so we, as we said, it's Constructors' championship and... I think the best overall team on the grid at the moment, with the overall package of team, drivers, car, is still Mercedes. I think they're going to they're going to bag title number seven uh, by the end of the year. I just think that overall overall package is is just the best out there. And even with the threat of, I think the drivers might be a different story, but the threat of a, with the threat of Verstappen and a Red Bull, I still don't think that those two will be enough to topple the overall Mercedes dominance that we've seen for the past, oh God, how longs has I been now? Six years, seven years. So, um, yeah, Mercedes again. So, sorry, folks. It's a bit dull, but I don't want to be too stupid too early.
1: Oh, I'm I'm fairly sure you've gone for Ferrari in this in the last few years or maybe even Red Bull a few years ago. I don't remember you saying Mercedes for first place in the Constructors' Championship in any of the previous editions that we've done. What gives you the confidence in them this year in particular? Because I'm wrong a lot of the time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I I just think they've been so good for the past few years and I've... I've tried to put my faith in Ferrari or, as you say, even Red Bull, but they just can't, over the course of a year in this hybrid area of, of F1, that n- no team can match Mercedes for consistently being good.
1: That is a fair statement. Um, no denying that with the championships they've racked up. Sam, are you agreeing with Harry and saying that Mercedes will win a seventh consecutive Constructors' Championship?
0: I so desperately don't want to agree with Harry. And I so desperately want to put my faith into the, the Ferrari or the Red Bull team. Regularly, I have done, I think, last season, I did put my faith in Ferrari. What a fool I was. Um, I I need to be more sensible when it comes to these things. I need to be more serious. And when Mercedes, who are cruising around in testing, right? I know we shouldn't ever judge anything on testing because people pull out the sandbags, which have all been doing to the north of England. Um... To stop the flooding, anyway. Mercedes cruising. <laughs> I, 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 I digress, and they bring out DAS, right? Which clearly stands for "us awesome speed." I mean, that innovation is absolutely ridiculous from Mercedes. I, I don't know how they keep finding new ways to come up with something new, something different, something that's going to create an extra tenth and actually give me a tire wear to to benefit them across a, a lap or a, a race. Um, Mercedes must be sat there going, ha ha we've won it already. And Ferrari must be sat there going, what do we need to do? Grazie ragazzi, the title's already yours. Cheers, done. Yeah, Mercedes, I've got the top spot. As Harry said, the team, the drivers, the combination of the car and their reliability is so fantastic. Um, I, just, I can't see the beat over a whole season. So yeah, number one Mercedes, I'm so sorry it's boring everyone, but I need to try and win.
1: I would firstly like to apologise to all Germans who are listening right now after the attempt at an accent from Sam. Um, (laughs) Horrendous, And I can confirm that DAS does not stand for Das Awesome Speed. (laughs) Really? Okay, <laughs> now we got those two disclaimers out of the way. Um, maybe all Germans shouldn't be too disappointed because all three of us are going for Mercedes to win the championship. Um, I've said Mercedes the last few years and they haven't let me down yet. So my theory is they're not going to let me down this year. We'll see how bulletproof that theory is come the end of the year. Um, I think they're just a cut above everyone else. Very simply put, I think they are just better in pretty much every single department. They don't really have any kind of weakness um, if, if you think of their lineup they've got the perfect combination of a superstar driver who would stack up well against pretty much anyone in the history of Formula One and alongside him you've got another competent driver who complements him very well they don't have any disagreements there isn't any angst within the team at all he plays ball when he needs to um, and he's he, he can be very quick on his day as well um, both of them are incredibly consistent. You don't see them make many errors at all. Um, the, you know, the power unit—it's not quite as dominant as it once was in terms of raw pace, but it's still competitive in that respect. And its reliability is still ridiculously good. They very rarely mess up strategies. They get many more strategies right than they do wrong. Um, they're just the overall package. And Toto Wolf is a fantastic leader. Th- I don't see an obvious weakness here and it just puts so much pressure on their main rivals such as Red Bull and Ferrari that they can barely make a mistake all year in order to compete with the team um and they just proved as well with this uh, dual axis steering that they are at the pinnacle of the the, the innovation that's within the sport of, okay it's not going to be allowed in 2021 but they'll get a year out of it um you know it's the difference between Ferrari and Mercedes Ferrari had a look at it decided it that it wasn't worth it Mercedes looked at it found a way for it to work and it you know it's why they've been so good year in year out they're able to stay on top of their rivals and and really just batter them until there's nothing left of them so mercedes are very clearly first for me i would love to see a three team fight at the top uh so i do hope i'm wrong on this but mercedes it's a it's a clean sweep
0: um just want to talk about the way you said toto wolf in that conversation you say it like you have been to prep school for your entire life. Really? How did how did I say it? You were like toto wolf. Toto. Tid? <laughs> <Tid-tid. laughs> wow. Well, we, we
1: we do not discriminate against posh people here, Sam.
0: <laughs> I discriminate against everyone. Apparently,
1: it's true. I think Sam's philosophy is if he discriminates against literally everyone, no one is discriminated against.
0: Equal rights for everyone. Equal rights for everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, there's that. Um, so we've got Mercedes in first, but we now go to second place. Harry, who do you think is going to be runner-up? Uh, I've
2: already spoken about them. It's going to be Red Bull. Uh, I think we saw t- last year that they were really the... they probably the 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 most consistent challenger to mercedes throughout the year and i think already uh, if we're going to go by the the, the falseness is testing but if we're gonna go by testing they look like they um they they've taken another step with their car already they look like they're going to be quick out of the box um so yeah it's going to be red bull verstappen's going to be up there challenging the mercs uh yeah red bull p2 for me
1: so, not going with Ferrari for P2 as they were last season and have been for the last couple of years. Sam, do you think Red Bull are going to finish second as well, or are you going for Ferrari?
0: I think the deciding factor in this argument, uh, due to the cars I think are going to be so, so close, is actually Alexander Albon. I think the staff will deliver. I think the Clare will deliver. I think realistically, Vettel's got a pretty solid chance of having a great season, despite his couple of silly mistakes under pressure. There's no doubt that Sebastian Vettel is an absolutely fantastic driver. You know that across the season, he will deliver the goods. I think it comes down to Albon. If Albon can step up and not match Max Verstappen, he does not need to beat or level Max Verstappen. But if he finishes between one and two places away from Max every single race, like a wingman should, like a second driver should, then i put my money on Red Bull having that second spot. So... I have a bit of faith in Mr Albon. I've got a lot of time for him. I think he's a really solid driver. I think he's going to step up this year. So I think, for me, Rebel pip Ferrari for P2.
1: Um, oh, God, I hate saying this. You're absolutely right, Sam, in that Alexander Albon is the decider in this. Because, like you say, we can have a fair amount of confidence that Leclerc, Vettel and Verstappen will all be at least good. And two of the three, or maybe all three, will be great. They are dependable drivers based on the experience that we've seen. Albon has half a season at Red Bull in which he was okay. He wasn't brilliant. Not that we expected him to be after being thrown in the car. Now he's got a proper preseason. We get to see, you know, is he going to take that extra step on from where Gasly was? Can he be that reliable number two driver for Verstappen? Because if he can be that reliable number two driver, Red Bull will finish second. If he can't, Red Bull will be third. And yeah, so that makes him the deciding factor here. Yeah, Red Bull have had a solid testing. Again, don't want to read too much into it, but they have been solid nonetheless. I think that perhaps... The shortcomings of Ferrari will also be a deciding factor in this, as well as Alexander Albon. I'll speak more about that when I go to my third place prediction, Um, but I am actually going for Red Bull to finish second as well. I think it will be really close. I think Albon just about does enough. If you think back to 2019, Verstappen, if you had two Verstappens in the car, Red Bull are beating Ferrari last season. It was only the support from Albon and Gasly before that wasn't quite enough to overthrow the Scuderia into seconds so if Albon now he's got a bit of time to prepare he isn't instead of uh being whisked away from Nissan in uh, Formula E he's actually got a proper pre-season I think he'll prepare well um and I think he will he'll do enough I, I don't think he'll beat Verstappen don't think he'll match Verstappen but he'll do enough
0: as if we've all agreed on two points it's sickening we're, sorry, folks, we're becoming boring. Just wait till best of the rest. I'm sure Harry will throw Williams in there or something.
1: Well, we can't throw them in best of the rest when Harry's going to put Williams third. Ah, that, that's the twist. Yeah, that is going to be the twist. Um, theoretically, this should, you know, it should be fairly obvious as to who's going to be third, but you never know. Harry, who have you got third? Well, last year I said Renault, which was...
2: It was bold and in the end it was ridiculous. So this year I'm going to be more sensible and I'm going to say Racing Point.
0: Hold on. That wasn't a joke, right? I'm being serious. It's going to be Racing Point. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's going to be Racing Point. Everyone's going to be absolutely shocked because that is literally last year's Mercedes. I don't care whether they were given it or they literally copied it for last year's Mercedes. And it looks handy. And I think they're going to be in third. Ferrari don't look too strong. Maybe Vettel and Leclerc will run into each other. But yeah, racing point. You heard it here first, folks. P3. Hold
0: on. I know we're not doing drivers yet, but are you telling me that Goat Stroll is at least equal to Perez for a whole season? Mm, no, nah, Perez is going to carry the team. Right, okay. Stroll still 18th. Perez out 10 out of 21 races.
2: I'm not saying they're going to win races. Just saying they're going to be consistent.
0: You've heard it here first, folks. Harry thinks that Perez will win all of the races.
1: No, no. That's ridiculous, Sam. <laughs> wow. Um, of course, Racing Point have been very impressive in testing so far. Um, but putting them third is another step entirely. So fair play on your bold prediction, Harry. Sam, who are you going for third? Are you going with the team that we might expect?
0: Um I am usually the, the, the more bold of the three of us, but I'm going to really ring it in. Harry's covered that early. Um obviously the prancing horses, the Ferraris, the boys in red are gonna be doing the job. I don't actually think the new field will be too far off. I think development would allow them to finally start catching up a little bit over this entire hybrid era where it's being Formula One and Formula One point five, but I do think that Ferrari have what it takes. They've got what it in the locker. You know, they don't have to build a good car. The power unit is still rapidly cooking a straight line. Leclerc is an absolute star. Vettel's is a four-time world champion. you can rely on him comfortably throughout a season, as I've already said. Ferrari will definitely be third. I mean, again, like I've said, I think the big will take a step closer to the big boys at the top. And I think the top fight is still going to be close. I'm hoping for a much closer championship. We need it because the rest of it is looking quite dull otherwise until we get to 2021. But for me, Ferrari are third.
1: So I think uh, just to go back to pre-season testing last year when we saw Mercedes were very clearly sandbagging, but the question remained until Australia exactly what was going on with the team. Were they perhaps slow or were they just sandbagging? The answer was very emphatically that they were sandbagging when it turned out that they won Australia by an absolute mile. Um, And I think that's now leading to questions whether Ferrari are doing the same, Um, but I really don't think they are. I think they have potentially a massive problem on their hands. I don't want to say they do have a massive problem because I don't like reading that much into testing. But just based on the time so far, they do appear to be behind the other two teams. And I, I don't think they're sandbagging. Just based on the um, expressions of the guys on the pit wall, what they're saying, what Bonotto is saying, what Vettel's saying, it doesn't appear, it's, it's just a bit of a gut feeling. I just don't think there is is a sandbagging element to this. I think they are not generally slow, but I think they aren't getting the maximum pace out of their car at the moment. Um, And I think we'll wait to see for the first few races whether that is either resolved between now and then or whether it is a case of sandbagging, but I don't think it is. Um, Like you said, the, the lineup of Leclerc and Vettel, I think is going to save them from any embarrassment of fourth place or lower. Um, and of course, we we can't forget that the gap between the top three teams and everyone else has been substantial over the last few years. So it would take a significant fallback from Ferrari or a significant um, crawling up the grid from someone else um, for this to change. But yeah, I think they might be a little quicker than what they look. But yeah, I, there could be a massive problem on their hands. What we generally see is that Ferrari are pretty good at the beginning of the season compared to Red Bull, who are, say, better at the end of the season. Ferrari are very good at going away over winter and developing a car. Red Bull are very good in-season development. They're very good at working with what they've got. It's two completely different strategies, two completely different advantages. Um, So if Ferrari aren't very good at the beginning of the season, I would be worried for them. I've got them third.
0: Um, Just another topical and current point. Don't make many of these. Um, coronavirus, COVID-19, of course, has created some serious issues for Formula 1 already. China currently off the grid, postponed hopefully to come back in later. Um, the Ferrari garage, the main place where they build the Ferrari F1 cars and have their home for whatnot, is um, is shut. They can't go there. They are uh, quarantined. And obviously, if that carries on, there could be a knock-on effect for the start of the season, especially if it carries on to Melbourne. If they have a real issue back in, uh, back in Italy then there may be some technical problems that they aren't, they aren't able to advance fast enough. And that could give Mercedes, Red Bull, maybe some other teams a bit of a leg up to begin with. That means Ferrari may have to play catch up later on in the season.
1: Indeed, indeed. So we've got those three sorted out. We're now going to go for best of the rest. Now, I mean, the title of best of the rest implies that we know who the top three are going to be. But Harry's completely blown that out the water. So, Harry, have you got Ferrari as your, quote, best of the rest team or is it someone else?
2: No, nah, it is Ferrari. They uh, they're going to come best of the rest uh, behind Racing Point, of course. Um, yeah, like Ben says, could okay. be a real, could be a real struggle for them this year. But, I just don't believe it. I just I don't believe it. Um, <laughs> yeah, best of the rest for Feza. Uh, not going to be a great year.
1: Sol. I mean, it, it begs the question. Why? I mean, you 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 had Ferrari really confidently in 2019. They were nearly. I've lost the faith, Ben. I have lost the faith. I mean, you have lost the faith. Why have you lost the faith?
2: Because they don't win, it. they just they
1: keep letting me down every year. <laughs> They're not letting you down as much as fourth place in the standings. They are. <laughs> I mean, stop saying no to my points, Ben.
0: They are. No. What? No. It's just saying the words no. It's just saying
1: no. You said stop saying no. So obviously, I'm just going to keep saying no.
0: Move on, boys. You pair of old ladies.
1: You're an idiot. (laughs) This is undeniable. Um, Yeah. So you've got best of the rest as Ferrari. Sam, who have you got as best of the rest?
0: So I think this is a really, really difficult call uh, this time around. And I think it's between two teams. One of those has already been mentioned by Harry, who thinks it's going to be the top three. I think the racing point is going to be incredibly competitive. And now when you literally walk into your design lab at the start of winter, you're allowed to design a team and you go www.mercedesformula1.com, control C, racing point, control V. It's done. I painted it pink. You're going to struggle to not have a good car, aren't you? Really? You've copied inch by inch the title-winning car. So theoretically, it's going to be pretty saucy on a track. My other contradiction, difficulty, struggle here is that McLaren are looking good. They are looking fine. Sykes and Norris are strong. Um, and over a season, I think they've got the better driver lineup as well. And I think McLaren are developing nicely. They had a great bounce back last time out. So I just think, I just think, literally by a nose cone, that McLaren will be best for the rest with um, Racing Point just tucked in behind.
1: I'm really not liking this. I'm really not liking it because our thought patterns now, Sam, are pretty much exactly the same.
0: We are becoming one. Yeah, we really are.
1: Um, I agree with you entirely that it is between Racing Point and McLaren for fourth place. And like you, I have given it to McLaren based on their lineup and not having enough confidence in goached role. Um, um, McLaren are a team on the up. If you think back to just a few years ago in testing, they were barely able to get out on some days. Um, they're now in a position where they've got a solid driver lineup. Okay, they don't have the superstar that Fernando Alonso was, but they have a a healthy dynamic within the team. They are improving year on year and they improved much better last year than I thought they would. Um, I always thought with the organisational changes that they were making, they were definitely necessary. However, I thought that they would really see the implications of that this year and next year rather than last year. The likes of, of Seidel and and I mean, even going back to Brown and uh, Stella and, and James Key, just all these guys coming into the team. I thought that they would feel the effects of that this year and next year. And they've, they've, they've just fast-tracked their way up the grid. So I think that will continue. Um, they have gone for an aggressive car this year. I, I've noticed that they've made a lot of changes, um, which fair play to them. They could have very easily just developed what made them a fourth-place team last year and then just went on to 2021, happy as like. They've decided to go for something I I dare say a little bit radical this year with with, uh, the changes to their 2019 car. It could backfire. I wouldn't be surprised if it does backfire and they finish sixth or seventh. However, I think I I have enough trust in McLaren that they've got this right and that they will finish in fourth place.
0: Big love to the boys in Papaya.
1: Most improved team. Uh, Harry, I guess this would obviously be Racing point based on you've got them finishing third, but is there another team that you think will improve in that midfield? Um, I mean, yes,
2: Racing Point will be most improved. Uh, I would give it also to Renault because they've just got to have a a better year. Not that last year was terrible, but it certainly wasn't where they should have been on uh, on the back of twenty eighteen. Um, so, but I, I think I think this year will be a much better year for them. So they'll they'll be right up there with McLaren
1: uh, in the midfield. Just so slightly off topic, do you think Renault are under pressure this year to prove to Daniel Ricciardo that he should stay for
2: twenty twenty one? Yes, absolutely. I and I still believe I think Ricciardo is just a Renault four. It's like a placeholder it's just there for until a seat at ferrari potentially comes becomes available or or even mercedes um but that being said and he's even said so today he said he's open to answering calls from other teams but he's he's you know insisting he's committed to the renault project and in a way you 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 might think actually he should just stick at it um so yeah it's an important year for renault if they want to keep Ricky Bobby, because they spent a lot of money on getting Ricky Bobby. Um, so yeah, they're going to want to prove to him that they can produce a good car, because he's not going to want to, you know, continue to just pick up scraps in in the midfield. So big year for for the Frenchies.
1: I think it's going to be quite difficult for Renault because, uh, like you say, yeah, it is a big year for them in order to prove themselves to Ricardo. They definitely want him to stay for 2021. At the same time, they can't put too much emphasis on this year because they, more than perhaps any other team on the grid, are geared up for 2021. That That's going to be the changing point or what they will hope will be the changing point for them. It will be really interesting to see how much how much they really go for it this year in order to keep Ricardo with, you know, next year in the back of their mind. Um, Sam, who have you got for the most improved team?
0: times that time, you guys said Ricky Bobby and Frenchie. I can't now get the ballad of Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights out of my head where Sacha Baron Cohen's like, Ricky Bobby. It's a great film. If you haven't seen it, Shake and Bake, go and watch it. It's a, it's a banger. All about NASCAR. Anyway, best of the rest. Is it best of the rest or most improved? I oh, most improved. I've, yeah. oh, i sorry, I got sidetracked by by Will Ferrell. Um, I think that most improved is going to be. Uh, are we saying Alpha Tori? Have we decided? It's ta- it is Towery. Uh, right. Okay. The the blue and white team that have got Alpha <coughs> in their name.
2: Look, just call them Minardi and let's be done with it.
0: I think Minardi, who are once at the back of the grid with Fernando Alonso driving for them a long time ago, are actually going to be a pretty solid midfield outfit now. I reckon they uh, will regularly uh, challenge for strong points. Uh, they managed to somehow get podiums in the last season. I think that was a bit of a fluke due to obvious scenarios that we can trace back. But I do think they will regularly appear in kind of that 7th, 8th, ninth position now. Um, I, the Honda engine is looking much more potent. It's strong. Kvyat is settled, which is nice. And Gasly just works wonders in that. i t- think going to call it the other game in, in Magadi. Um Honestly, I don't know what it is. The guy can't drive a Red Bull, but an Alpha Tauri, he's in. and I, I, it's, you know, really quick. Um, yeah. So I think they're going to be pretty good. Actually, I think they're going to go from being a kind of an eighth or ninth team to maybe a, a a fourth to fifth to sixth team fighting in that part of the uh the old grid So yeah, Alpha Tauri.
2: I'm glad you had to explain what you meant by rapido. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well for those <laughs> for those childish minded people it sounded like something else
1: oh um for the first time tonight I'm actually going to say something different to you Sam which Thank good. you Ben you copied um him. I'll put Racing, Racing Point, Point in as my most improved team I think they will finish 5th behind McLaren um I think I think when they were hit by the administration, people thought that they would be affected by that straight away, which was never going to be the case. Um, And they were always going to feel the effects of administration in the following year, um, which could at least partly explain why they weren't so good in 2019. Um, They're not going to be feeling that so much now. They've kind of come up the other side of it. Um, And they've been really good in testing. And I think this might be the fourth or fifth time we've said this tonight. You can't read too much into testing. You can't take it as gospel, but you can look at it for overall trends and signs, Um, not Carlos signs, signs with G. Um, So, yeah, and they've been really, really good. Um, And even if it doesn't turn out that they are quite as good as what they've appeared, I think they will be good enough that they are somewhere near the top of the midfield um like we've already said that it is basically a replica or a clone of, of the 2019 mercedes and there's no way that that's a bad thing you know i'm sure the 2019 mercedes could come on the grid and beat every other team apart from maybe the top three um and i think it was a great idea from them it's the last year of these regulations they've got very little to lose if it does backfire which i don't think it will it's not as if they lose a huge amount it's a new chapter for them in 2021 new car entirely it it, is they don't lose too much if it was the first year of regulations then you think okay maybe there's a bit more of a risk to this but i think they've got the risk reward absolutely fine um and yeah we don't know whether mercedes have handed this car to them or whether it is they've just looked at it a lot and decided to put it in the copy machine but yeah it it seems like a, a really good idea I think look, there are questions about Lance Stroll, which is why I don't have them in fourth place. Um, but yeah, uh, r- racing point for most improved team. We now go to—I don't really know what to call this one. I've—I've I've said the fallback team, the team, the team which goes backwards essentially. Um, Harry, who have you got for this one? I know you've obviously got Ferrari going back. Do you have um, another team, maybe?
2: Um, I'm gonna disagree with what Sam says about Alfred Towery. I'm gonna go with them because I think they had a really, really bloody solid year this year. But I think this year they—I'm not saying they're gonna fall back drastically. I just don't think they'll—they'll they'll achieve the the heady heights of 2019. Um, they might just slip back a uh, uh, slightly further with with Racing Point and you know McLaren and Renault improving. Uh, I think they just won't be able to keep up with those. Those three teams in particular. So, um, yeah, Alfred Tauri for me, but not
1: by not by a massive amount. Hey, and Sam, who have you got for the fallback team?
0: Uh, this, this is a tough one because I, don't, I think Renault are going to be still pretty much midfield. Hopefully, a higher fight, so I don't think they're going to be in this scenario. Um, and so for me, it's between. It, it can't be Williams, really, because where are they falling back to? The, might go behind Manor and Caterham. Right, yeah, possibly. Okay. Might go behind 2019 and go back a year. Um, I think it's got to be Haas. I think realistically, they looked like, what, the second to third worst team at absolute best last season. And I'm going to answer two birds of one stone. So sorry, Ben, I'm going to kill your momentum. I think Haas are going to come last this year. I think they are Ooh. going to drop back to the point where Williams, across a whole season, will just beat them. So for me... With that lineup of Grosjean and Magnussen, which they should have changed, they should have got rid of one of them. They should have got rid of Grosjean. Magnussen can be fine if he's harnessed properly, box office. Oh, man. Um, I, Yeah, I just... I think they're going to struggle with a bit of sponsorship. I think they've been a bit all over the place. They've had a bit of turmoil going on. I don't think either of those two drivers are going to have to develop a car properly. So for me, Haas are falling back, and they're falling back so far that they're going to be the last team on the grid now.
2: Sam, you... That has to be a joke.
0: I absolutely hate any harsh related jokes with the You I are
2: a mean- you're a bit of a harseh hole. <laughs>
1: <Tensational. laughs> yeah, I know. It's a I feel bad. I feel really bad. Anyway, um I don't agree with Sam. Way, We're back to normality. I like this. Um, I actually think Haas will bounce back a little bit this year. I don't think it will be enough to see them back in the battle for fourth place like they were two years ago, but I think they will at least improve by a position or two. Um, and I'm going to go with Harry. I'm going to say AlphaTauri are the team that fall back a bit this year. They got a lot of their points through. I don't want to say two lucky races because that's not right um but two races where chaos ensued um it, and to be fair to gasly i think he fully deserved where he finished up in brazil i think caviat was a little bit more fortunate thanks to being in last place and he therefore had a pit stop opportunity where others didn't um yeah i think in a normal season they're not getting those two podiums in which case they're losing a heck of a lot of points if you think those t- those two results alone are worth 33 points to the team i'm not quite sure how much they finish up with but that shot that must surely be close to about half the points that they had in the entire 2019 um you know like we've said racing point look like they might improve i don't think mclaren are going to fall back i think renault will be about where they were last year and i think Haas will improve a little bit so if you've got all of these teams making improvements or at least predicting to make these improvements. There's got to be someone in there that's not going to stack up well. And I think that team is Alpha Tauri. And I don't have a huge amount of confidence in their lineup. Gasly did perform well at the end of 2019. I still wouldn't safely put any money on him. Um, And Danny Kvyat as well. Again, he was solid in the first half of the year, wasn't great in the second half. You don't go into a season and think Gasly, Kvyat, that's a surefire bet. That's all I'm saying on that. So Alpha Tauri are the team that will fall back the most, I think. Now we go on to the final category, which is who we think will finish last. Um, Sam, obviously, has already revealed who he thinks will finish last. He is going with Haas. Harry, who are you going for?
2: Um uh, it's gonna be Williams. I don't think it's gonna be anywhere near as bad as last year uh and we've seen already they've you know got the car out of the box which is which is a, an achievement in itself um mm. but I just don't think they they might challenge the midfield on occasions or the lower end of the midfield, but overall, I
1: think they'll still finish at the back, sadly, yeah, um. I'm struggling to say anything different to that. I think Williams will also be in last place. I don't think it will be by as much as it was in 2019, which I guess isn't that much of a compliment. But just based on testing, it looks like they are up and around the back ends of the midfield, which um, you know, is an improvement on where they were, at least. They have got the most inexperienced driver lineup on the grid. Of course, Latifi is the only rookie. That's definitely not going to help him. And there are still questions as to whether he will make it at this level. George Russell did a good job with what he had to work with last year. I think, I think, you know, if Williams get a few lucky breaks, um, they will be battling the lower end of the points in a few races. I think George Russell, I, I think he could get to double figures if he has a good year. I, I'm Maybe Williams themselves will get to double figures. That might be the safer bet here, but Yeah, I I think um, they had a mountain to climb last year. And I think they've climbed part of it, but they've still got a long way to go. So I've got Williams 10th. Sports Social Podcast
2: Network.